0: Welcome to The Power of Me, creating meaningful success for female leaders who already have achieved success, but still suffer from self-doubt, comparison, competition, and are looking to transform their mindset. Here's your host, Tracy Crossley. Hey there. Welcome back to another episode of The Power of Me, creating meaningful success, because Success can just be a total moment of nothingness, or it can be something that's meaningful. That is why I named this podcast, <laughs> the Creating Meaningful Success is a tagline. Okay. All right. So episode 20, as a female leader, I can't ask for help. And here's a deal. Some of us feel like, oh no, wait a minute. I ask for help. If you really pay attention to how you go about asking for help, you may find that it's really not that you ask for help, but that you kind of circle it, right? You kind of say things, and I'm using the word kind of, because you kind of allude to it, but yet you may not actually say, hey, yeah, this is what's happening with me. So other female leaders, hmm, you see her picture on LinkedIn On the news feed, let's say, and there's a post saying, Congratulations, big accomplishment. She was promoted. She merged her business with another. And you see it, and you may never admit this to one single person on the planet, but it starts you spiraling down to look at what have you accomplished. And then you go, Oh my God, I've accomplished pure shit. Even if you've done a lot, there's a feeling of not being enough or having gone to the wrong career. I'm a doctor, but I should have been a lawyer. I'm a CMO, but I should be a CEO. I'm this, but I should be that. It's never enough. And that's what I mean when I named this, the power of me creating meaningful success, because for most of us, when we have these moments, we don't feel successful, even if the whole world could line up and give you a congratulations on everything you've accomplished. You would still feel this way because it's about your self-worth, right? So the doubt, the pain and the feeling have worked your ass off and you've achieved whatever level of success you have and it's staring you in the face. So who do you tell? You don't tell anybody this shit. You can't admit it. After all, you're out there hustling and making your own appearances. So you can't say, well, I saw this post and it triggered me because you feel like you're going to sound like you're dumb or there's something wrong with you or, you know, there's something missing here, right? And you feel if you turn to any of your friends, your peers, they will tell you how wonderful things are for them. You will then feel like you're chasing a parked car, wondering why is it harder for you, easier for them. I was in a a coaching group with other businesses. Uh, I've done it a few times. And one of them in particular was really interesting because there were people that had more successful businesses and some with less. And it was interesting because there were some that were open and friendly and some that were just totally closed off. And so... In the, let's say, quote unquote, meaning of being vulnerable, you know, I would say, oh, well, I'm having this issue, whatever the issue was at the time. I can't even remember, but it's the point of I was having this issue. <laughs> and I just remember how some of them responded like, well, I don't have that kind of issue. And they just talked about their successes, right? Those are the kind of moments that turn you off, right? Right where you're, you're thinking, oh shit, what's wrong with me? Why did I say that? Oh my God, I can't believe I said that. And you feel all that shame and all that crap comes up and you think, I should have kept my mouth shut. So you feel shitty and you look for somewhere to grow the business or do something which is gonna make a difference, but nothing makes a movement as quickly as you would like. It's as if it triggers you to go and do something so that you don't feel like such a loser. You know, okay. I'm going to launch a new product, launch a new service, launch a new division of my business. I am going to hire new people. I'm going to do something. And then it falls flat or it doesn't go in the direction you'd like it to go. That's what I'm talking about. Like a lot of times we respond and it's a fearful response. That's not a successful, happy place of having, let's say, a deep motivation, an internal motivation. That's an external motivation. So those are never going to be as meaningful or feel a sense of having accomplished, let's say something important. And so it just adds to your whole list of why you suck. And you may not feel like you suck all the time. And that is not what the point of my podcast is at all. It's these moments, it's these moments so that you don't have these moments anymore. You know, it's to become aware well, there's a lot of other women that feel like you do too. And It's not like it ever makes you feel better to go and do something like that. Or maybe what you do is you see something like that and you're not, let's say, motivated to compete. Instead, you're motivated to go for a run or a drink or something to let yourself vent it out. But here's the bottom line. It doesn't take care of that envy or the feeling that you're not enough. Those things don't remedy it. No matter what you do on the outside is not going to change it on the inside because it would have already. So what am I really getting into here? Well being a female in business can be a really lonely path even if people see your accomplishments or you talk when things are great but what about when you feel you're stuck in a cycle of repetition? What about feeling like everyone else figured it out but you? Yes you're a leader and you have success but honestly some days you don't feel that way. Your friend, let's say who started out when you did is now the CEO of a multi-million dollar business. you, have your business. And yeah, you've gotten past a six. I'm sorry, a seven figure mark, but your profitability feels like it should be way more than it is. Well, I have a 10% profitability and I am not making the paycheck. That would show that I have an over six figure, or I keep saying six figure, seven figure business. Um, hopefully you have an over six figure business if you're listening to this podcast or a position where you have a very large PL. Because if you look from where you are right now and you look back, how do you feel different? Do you feel like the same person? It shows you that despite any accomplishments, you're still you. You may feel more confident in your skill set. You may go, oh, you know what? I know how to do these things. I have confidence. But to have confidence because you breathe, that is still missing if you have self doubt. So a lot of us, Don't want to admit things like, let's say, your friend who started out, and they're now the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, and you feel like your business in comparison is nothing. You don't want to admit that. It feels shameful and as though something's wrong with you. Why can't you do better? Those are the questions you're asking, or I should say the question you're asking. You might hire a coach hoping a miracle will happen, but since you have trouble asking for help for yourself, it can feel like a waste of time. You may ask for help by delegating at work, but you may still have some irrational guilt as though you should do the task. It's not enough. How can you take the accolades if it's your team doing it and not you? It seems no one can help you because you do not want to be open or share what insecurities you have or envy or whatever negative emotions you're going through. Whatever is on top of the guilt, you may feel shame for And I bring this up because it's time for women to really move through this kind of crap that holds us back. So what do you do to hold yourself back? And what do you really believe the magic drinking water is that others have? So let's forget the coach. Let's stock up on books. Let's do research. Nothing is resonating and you throw your hands up, right? How do I achieve when I need to so I feel good? I know I'll go get another degree. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. How do I ask for help, especially from my peers? Yeah. That can just feel prickly, 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 because as I've been talking, I'm talking about all these different stories that we can have going on in our heads. That makes it really difficult to reach out to the same people we're comparing ourselves to. Yeah. And here's the thing. I find that most of the time who we're afraid to actually approach, they're afraid to approach us too. Oh, yeah. You can be very mistaken about the success a woman has. The more insecure she is about her success, the more closed off she is. I guarantee it. So anybody, let's say that has a business that's more profitable or looks more profitable and and they're closed off and they're not open and they're judgmental, they have way more insecurities than you do, okay? So because when you start taking those steps, you're making it more secure for yourself because you're realizing it's all okay. It is all okay. So in this moment in time, Like I said earlier, it's not a daily event. It's a moment to moment thing. But when it happens, it's isolating and it's not really an honest portrayal of any human being. No one is above or below it. We're all in it together, even if it looks like you screwed yourself. We can always look for examples of people that are more successful or seem to have it together, but we're not inside of them. We don't really know what they're going through. So is this a problem or should I say problems? It's a problem because this is the shit that keeps women separate keeps women from sharing honestly because of the fear of backlash or being looked at as a failure. This is the shit that hampers your abundant leadership because the scarcity speaks to not enough top-line success to go around. You feel trapped, and that right there interferes with the decisions you'll make as a leader. And when you're afraid or resistant to learn from your peers, you do miss out on the insight that could provide you with valuable information about yourself and your business you literally could be getting a little let's say uh i want to say a stone of some sort but a little rock of inspiration a little bit of wisdom where you go oh my god i could just do that with my business i've gotten so much from the mastermind that i'm in okay i get it from people i will just be honest about it and say this is what's happening And I'm wondering if you guys have gone through this or if you have any insight, right? Great, easy thing to do. The more open we are and the more we connect to one another in an honest way, not with a hierarchy or expectation, but one where there is true sharing, true inquiries for help and putting fear to the side that you may not somehow measure up, the better off we're going to be as women. The wake-up statement. You're not an island, so build a bridge without a toll to your female peers. No matter what you fear, this is an act of courage. Yes. Okay. So this is about my client. A little. I usually do a little story about me. Well, I'm going to share one about a client. So my client, Joyce, she's a CEO of a mid-sized business, and she has what I call sheer grit. Anything needing to be done, she did it yesterday. She did it three weeks ago. Okay? She's made friends with people on the job over her years in corporate. And as they grew into upper management and beyond, their conversations had changed. And Joyce felt really uncomfortable confiding in them. She felt she needed to keep up appearances and it was not of interest of her to her, okay, to be seen as someone who might have a problem or God forbid that she had any struggle whatsoever. She was constantly comparing herself to her peers and to other people she didn't even know. You know, she'd read something, uh, in fortune or Inc. or entrepreneur somewhere well, she's in corporate, but, um, you know, I'm trying to remember what she said, like different websites. She said she had been on and she would see a story written about someone and go, Oh my God, why isn't that me constantly? Okay. So her husband was an artist. And so he didn't really understand in Joyce's mind, what the problem was and not that he was a jerk about it. It's just that she felt really isolated. Like I can't do anything with this. Right. And she had friends, of course, that were outside of the business that she was in and they didn't really relate to her job. In fact, Joyce had been known. um, It's really interesting because I have a lot of clients like this, by the way, where she's outgoing at work, but at home and socially, she was pretty quiet. She was more introverted in her mind. And she felt she extended herself But when no one would show an interest, which was not necessarily true, you know, when you have an insecurity, this is the kind of crap you do, uh, you tend to look for evidence that what you believe is true. And so we can find all sorts of evidence to, you know, to go, well, that's not really true or that is true, right? And, And neither is really right because it's a perception and sometimes your perception is whacked, all right? So she just figured nobody wanted to help her. And she would think of male peers she had and want to reach out, but she feared their characterization of her as well. Like she couldn't handle it. She didn't want any of that kind of feedback. And who does? Nobody, right? So Joyce came to work with me as she had a huge turnover and revenue issue. Her sales team was lackluster, uninspired, and she believed she had been doing all the right things. She thought, maybe I can get some mindset. Uh, tricks from Tracy (laughs) that could also help her when it came to trusting her choices on her own without help, without asking people, what do you think? what, what, what What would you do? Right. And not that she would ever ask for help. It was more, she would have these conversations with people like, oh, what would you do if you had this situation, like a hypothetical situation? You know, she would never say this was her problem. Okay. So, As we started working together, it was clear that she was reticent to share anything that might detract from her image. She wanted to believe it was her choice and personnel that, and and it was personnel, sorry, that were the issue. And in fact, in one of our, our first sessions, I started asking her questions about how she perceived herself and then how she perceived her team. And there was a huge difference in her tone, emotion, and even the words she used to describe them and then to describe herself. And I pointed this out, and that's when Joyce felt a crushing weight, as she put it, that's what she felt like oh my god it came down on her right she felt this heavy weight that she had carried around for years and now it had just like sucked all the life out of her that's what <laughs> that's kind of how she put it right anyway uh so i started work- working with her more intensely and also started working with her management team and we honed in on her insecurities separately not with her management team by the way And built real confidence rather than, as I like to say, confidence because I know a skill. I actually said that earlier today. And with her sales management and team, we started to turn things around. Her other managers worked with me on their relational dynamics. And before we were done with six months together, it was like a different business. And she was like a different CEO because she was really, again, she was really great at what she did. And yet now she started thriving because she actually didn't doubt herself anymore. So without getting into more details about it, it was very transformative. And as a side note, she started a small mastermind with her old business peers, where honesty was the main policy. Oh yeah. And let me tell you, that's a freaking awesome group. Oh my God. These are awesome, awesome people because they share so much and they're so encouraging to each other. And when one of them is having an issue, it's not like a comparison or, oh, you suck. Or, oh God, I wouldn't want to be you. There's none of that kind of junk. None of that. It's really about that honesty and that support and that openness and real connection. So she's thriving and loving her work and it all changed. Not just her professional life, but her personal one too. So solution. What's the solution? Well, it's all about you always, as you know. And your choice is to keep yourself emotionally an island. You know, like when you go to a networking group and everyone there is just not showing the real selves, right? Everybody's trying to show their best self, whatever that is. And they're showing up how they think they need to. Or you say, screw it. And you open up to somebody. Well, what do you fear happening? Right? Like you go, okay, I'm going to have some liquid courage. And I'm going to walk up to that person there. And (laughs) I'm going to establish some form of rapport." And yet you don't want to do it in an honest way. You want to do it in a small talk way, or you want to do it in the way where you've always done it. And, you know, there's all this fear, right? Well, how do we develop things when we're coming from fear all the time? So you need to look at it and you need to do something about it. Meaning you need to continually let go of what you fear happening and try to control, you know, and where you're trying to control things. You cannot control everything or you will stay in the stalemate and that sucks because you see you need to dig deep and find out what are the fears that drive me where do they come from and then you need to break the patterns at a very deep level to affect change you may have trouble doing this on your own because a lot of us do because we just get lost in our own perspective and we have a lot of fear you know i could say oh take the step of opening up to somebody who you feel is i, I don't want to say uh intimidating but to someone, yeah, you could do that. But my goal <clears throat> in this podcast and in the work I do is for you to be able to not have to go through such an ordeal to break through these kind of patterns so that it's not even an issue, right? Like I can talk to anybody about any of my, my work or personally, whatever. I don't have these problems that I used to anymore when it comes to that. And the reason is because I don't try to control like I'm telling you, I don't try to control things because the best things come from you not controlling anything. That's when the magic happens, because you take all the actions up till you, let's say, are trying to control something outside of you and you let it go. And it's amazing what can happen. And it's the same thing when you're approaching people who you know, or don't know, and you would like to ask questions, you would like to find out their experience, you know, that kind of a thing, having real rapport without the fear of backlash. So if you need help, you can check out my awesome website. The programs are available on there. And we also have custom made programs. I am your secret weapon, if you are really looking to transform and feel like the best leader, the most courageous leader that you could be. So the wake up statement, once again, you are not an island, so build a bridge without a toll to your female peers to matter what you, I'm sorry, no matter what you fear, this is an act of courage. You have a right to empowerment. You have a right to feel empowered. It really will take courage in a time to shift your perspective to one trusting yourself that no matter how you appear, that you're still okay. You need to know empowerment means being in power no matter what the fuck is going on inside or out. So. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can learn more about my programs through business at tracycrossley.com or as I said, check out my website. All right. You take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Power of Me. For more information or to learn about Tracy's programs, please email business at tracycrossley. Dot com. That's business at tracycrossley.com.